0: Welcome to the radio Bible course and our study of Hebrews chapter 5. I'm reading from the first four verses of that chapter. For every high priest chosen among men is appointed to act on behalf of man in relation to God to offer gifts and sacrifices for sins. He can deal gently with the ignorant and wayward because he himself is beset with weakness. Because of this, He is bound to offer sacrifice for his own sins as well as for those of the people, and one does not take the honor upon himself, but he is called by God just as Aaron was. Here we have the qualifications for the priesthood of the Old Testament. First of all, they were chosen by God. There was only one family of priests. They were descendants of Aaron. They performed sacrifices for sins, and there were three kinds of offerings, the drink offering, the meal offering, and the animal sacrifice. There were five sacrificial acts, and that's all recorded in Leviticus chapter 1, verses 2 through 9. Listen to it. Speak to the Israelites and say to them, When any of you brings an offering to the Lord, bring as your offering an animal from the herd or the flock. If the offering is a burnt offering from the herd, he is to offer a male without defect. He must present it at the entrance to the tent of meeting, so that it will be acceptable to the Lord. He is to lay his hand on the head of the burnt offering, and it will be accepted on his behalf to make atonement for him. He is to slaughter the young bull before the Lord, and then Aaron's sons, the priests, shall bring the blood and sprinkle it against the altar on all sides at the entrance to the tent of meeting. The tent of meeting, of course, is what we often refer to as the tabernacle. Continuing, He is to skim the burnt offering and cut it into pieces. The sons of Aaron the priest are to put a fire on the altar and arrange wood on the fire. Then Aaron's sons the priest shall arrange the pieces, including the head and the fat, on the burning wood that is on the altar. He is to wash the inner parts and the legs with water, and the priest is to burn all of it on the altar. It is a burnt offering, an offering made by fire, an aroma-pleasing to the Lord. Well, the five sacrificial acts listed here are the presentation of the animal at the door of the sanctuary, the laying of hands of the priest on the victim's head, the slaying of the animal, the symbolic application of the blood, that is on the altar or its base, and the burning of the sacrifice. All of it, these sacrifices were symbolic of the sacrifice of the Lamb of God, Jesus Christ. It was John the Baptist who announced that in the New Testament books. He said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And he was referring to Jesus Christ. In verse 2, the author tells us that this priest, that is the Old Testament priest chosen by God, can deal gently or have compassion. Why? Because he has his own problems. He's also weak, and therefore he can deal gently with the ignorant and the wayward because of his own condition. You will notice that he refers to two classes of people that he should deal gently with, the ignorant and the wayward. Now, the Old Testament has something to say about the ignorant, that is, those people who by ignorance of the law, sin unintentionally. And that's discussed in Numbers chapter 15. Let me just read a couple of verses so you'll see that there are indeed two classes of people in the Old Testament in regard to breaking the law. In verse 27 of Numbers 15, it says, But if just one person sins unintentionally, He must bring a year-old female goat for a sin offering. The priest is to make atonement before the Lord for the one who erred by sinning unintentionally, and when atonement has been made for him, he will be forgiven. One and the same law applies to everyone who sins unintentionally, whether he is a native-born Israelite or an alien. Now here comes the other class of person. But anyone who sins defiantly, whether native-born or alien, blasphemes the Lord, and that person must be cut off from his people. Because he has despised the Lord's word and broken his commands, that person must surely be cut off. His guilt remains on him. Well, we see that the priest could make atonement for the wayward, but for the deliberate violator of the law there was no remedy. Nor is there any remedy for men today who despise God's word, because God's word tells us that God sent one to be sacrificed for sin, and if you don't accept that sacrifice, there is no further sacrifice for sins. The writer to the Hebrews will point that out in a later chapter. We need to understand that a priest, being himself a sinner, could have compassion. That's why angels were not made priests. An angel could not qualify as a priest. Angels haven't shared our humanity. They don't know about our weakness. But Christ did. He came, and through the Incarnation... Being born as a man, he understands, for he too was tempted. Now in verse 3, it reads, Because of this, he is bound to offer sacrifice for his own sins, as well as for those of the people. The high priest here made a confession and sought forgiveness for himself first. Until he did this, he stood in guilt and he could be of no help to anyone else. You see, the high priest also sinned. The high priest was the most honored man in Israel. He stood between God and men. Now, in verse 4, it says, And one does not take the honor upon himself, but he is called by God just as Aaron was. Only God can make a priest. A Jew couldn't volunteer for this office, or claim that he had special talent and therefore ought to be a priest. Now, I recall some years ago visiting Iceland. The ministers in Iceland, I learned, are elected to the state churches as we in this country elect a mayor of a city. And once they are elected, they remain in office until they either die or resign. And in this country, we have various ways for appointing religious officials, but only God can make a priest. And we make a mistake if we try to apply the calling of priests in the Old Testament to men today. There is no priestly or clerical class anymore as far as the New Testament is concerned. Instead, the Bible calls all believers priests, it refers to them in First Peter two nine as a royal priesthood, and in Revelation chapter one verse six as a kingdom of priests. Some men may dedicate themselves to service, and all may do so, but they are not any different from the average person in God's sight. Aaron's call was not a wooing into the priesthood; he was appointed by God. He had no choice. Listen to it from Exodus chapter 28, beginning with verse 1. Here God is speaking to Moses, and he said, Have Aaron your brother brought to you from among the Israelites, along with his sons, Nadab and Abihu, Eleazar and Ithamar, so that they may serve as priests. Make sacred garments for your brother Aaron, to give him dignity and honor. Tell all the skilled men to whom I have given wisdom in such matters, that they are to make garments for Aaron, for his consecration, so he may serve me as priest. These are the garments they are to make, a breastplate, an ephod, a robe, a woven tunic, a turban, and a sash. They are to make these sacred garments for your brother Aaron and his sons, so they may serve me as priests. Well, that appointment by God of the priest went along fine until some people got the idea that maybe they too could be priests. And one of those was Korah. That's all written about in Numbers chapter 16, where there was a rebellion. And Korah gathered some 250 Israelite men, they were well-known community leaders who had been appointed members of the council, and they came as a group to oppose Moses and Aaron. Here's what they said. You have gone too far. The whole community is holy, every one of them, and the Lord is with them. Why then do you set yourselves above the Lord's assembly? Well, I guess Moses was shocked because God had appointed him and Aaron as the leaders of the people. And so there was a confrontation, and Moses said to Korah, Now listen, you Levites, isn't it enough for you that the God of Israel has separated you from the rest of the Israelite community and brought you near himself to do the work at the Lord's tabernacle and to stand before the community and minister to them? He has brought you and all your fellow Levites near himself, but now you are trying to get the priesthood too. It's against the Lord that you and your followers have banded together. Well, Moses arranged a test under instructions from the Lord and told those 250 men to get their censers and put incense in them and to stand there as a group. And he said, We'll see whom the Lord has chosen. And then Moses said, This is how you'll know the Lord has sent me to do all these things, and that it was not my idea. If these men die a natural death and experience only what usually happens to men, then the Lord has not sent me. But if the Lord brings about something totally new, and the earth opens up its mouth and swallows them with everything that belongs to them, and they go down alive into the grave, then you will know. That these men have treated the Lord with contempt, and as soon as he finished saying this, the ground opened up, split open, and the earth opened its mouth and swallowed them with their households and all Korah's men and all their possessions. They went down alive into the grave with everything they owned, the earth closed up over them, and they perished and were gone from the community." Well, fire came down from the Lord and consumed the 250 men who were offering the incense. God's judgment fell on those men, and verse 4 certainly is emphatic. One does not take the honor upon himself, but he is called by God just as Aaron was. These teachings on Hebrews are available on cassette tape. We invite you to write for our Free list of teaching tapes. Send your letter to the Radio Bible Course. Just ask for teaching tapes. And if you haven't written for your free copy of our Grace booklet, ask for that also. This 30-page booklet will help you to understand what the Bible teaches about the great word grace. The Radio Bible Course is an independent Bible teaching ministry supported by friends and listeners. We welcome your questions and comments about this broadcast. Until next week, this is Nick Calaboda reminding you that the word gospel means good news. Our address is Radio Bible Courses, Post Office Box 14916, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70898. The website is rbcword.org.